This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? We know you've heard it before. Cash flow is getting very hard to find. There's always long distance investing, but you may be thinking, I don't have a team, enough experience, or the market knowledge to get in. That's where you're wrong. And it's also where Rent to Retirement comes in. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest out of state with confidence. They've got single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets. They even have bird deals with immediate equity. Rent to Retirement helps investors learn how to build a bulletproof business plan with the best investment and tax strategies around to help you reach financial freedom through real estate. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems already in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Here's Zillow's home price forecast for the largest 100 U.S. markets. Hint, California Struggling by Matt Meyer. If you've been following the news for the past couple of years, you would know that predicting what the housing market or what any economic market will look like in the future is nearly impossible. The economies in the various markets across the world, from European energy to Chinese real estate, have been wild. But regardless of the uncertainties, humans tend to like predicting the future, as bad as we typically are at doing this. That said, Zillow released its latest home value forecast through August 2023, highlighting where the largest U.S. markets are trending, 
We have a handy-dandy chart of the top 100 markets if you want to take a deep dive into this at biggerpockets.com. Copy and paste the title of this podcast right into the search bar. You'll find it. And when you do, you will see this. Many markets will still see appreciation year over year, Y-O-Y, while some are starting to drop off a little bit. So Zillow's forecast for the U.S. as a whole is 1.4, which is down from 7.8 that they forecasted in July. What's changed since then? (laughs) The Fed has changed. They continue to push interest rates up in a signal that the end isn't near as long as inflation continues to run rampant. While inflation has fallen from its peak slightly, August's CPI report still pegged price growth at 8.3% YOY. That's unsustainable, obviously. According to Zillow, Worcester, Ohio, not featured in the top 100, will see the largest growth in home values at 12.8. The largest decrease will be in Fairbanks, Alaska, also not featured in the top 100 at minus 7. Among the largest 100 markets, the highest growth is projected in Knoxville, Tennessee and Tampa, Florida at 5.3. San Jose and San Francisco, California, are projected to have the sharpest decline among the largest markets at minus four for each. Knoxville's housing market is up 23% YOY with a median sales price of 319 k However, demand is waning. Homes sold above list price are now down to 42.4%, 10.5% lower than August 2021. Despite this, Zillow still forecasts the market to grow more than other markets. Why? Supply and demand. We still have a major supply issue, and despite demand falling as much as it is, it goes to show how little supply has been. Median days on market in Knoxville remain lower than pre-COVID levels at 41 days. Waning demand doesn't mean the housing market is crashing. Falling demand will naturally lower prices as sellers compete more to sell their homes. But that doesn't create a crash on its own and doesn't indicate a cataclysmic crash like 2008. Sure, prices fell by 33% during the Great Recession, but that was after mass defaults created by a subprime lending crisis that spiraled out of control. Today, many homebuyers have locked in low fixed interest, 30-year mortgages, that are within the bounds of their affordability due to stricter regulations from the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, a government entity that did not exist until 2011. In other words, declining prices, especially at the rate they're going now, slowly, mean little in the grand scheme of things. If anything, we should expect this as a natural byproduct of free markets, although the Fed has definitely played its hand at making sure consumers stop spending money, (laughs) In April, Dave Meyer predicted that a housing correction would be in the ballpark of 5-10% to in price declines if there were to be a correction. This was prior to the larger interest rate hikes that slowed down the summer. As of September 2022, according to Redfin, national median home prices have fallen from 430000 in May to 406000 in August. That constitutes about a 6% decrease. But when we consider markets like San Francisco, where median home prices peaked at $1.6 million in April and have since fallen by 24% to $1.3 million, there are clear disparities across U.S. markets. 
San Francisco, as well as several other Californian markets, may very well have their own mini-housing crisis. But could that echo across state boundaries? Yeah, I'm not so sure. Those markets were overinflated beyond what the traditional American family could afford. Moving into those cities, unless from somewhere else in California, was next to impossible. While many migrate out of California, few move in, creating a demand issue much greater than what other markets are experiencing, sending prices on the decline much faster than the likes of more affordable places like, say, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And here are some final thoughts. The best way to use the data that we talked about today is to determine where you want to invest your money. Remember, forecasts aren't always accurate and are revised constantly, but they can be used for making reasonable assumptions that a market may perform better or worse over the next few months to a year. Of course, do your research. Find the population trends, business growth, and other internal market dynamics before picking an investment spot. But use this as a quick starting point. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.